often wear many hats in life. Mother, daughter, wife, ex-wife, caregiver, mom tasking, chief cook and bottle washer. In most cases, we're doing all this while holding down a full-time job or even running our own company. It's often high pressure and most always involves stress. Welcome to Sprinting to Success, a podcast dedicated to women in high-stress professions where we'll discuss how to manage the stress at work and at home so you can feel happier, healthier, and more successful. And now, here's your host, Esme Lawrence. My name is Esme Lawrence, and welcome to Sprinting to Success podcast. Today on the show, we have Jessica Smith. Jessica is a registered nurse since 2005. She is the CEO of her own company. She has founded her higher calling in nursing outside of the traditional nursing box. She is impacting lives through holistic health coaching rather than reacting to disease and teaching people to manage medications. She's helping them change their lifestyle and manage their mindset. Her clients are losing weight and gaining life. Wow. Welcome to Sprinting to Success, Jessica. Oh, Esme, thank you so, so much for having me on. You know, girl, the first time I met you, I knew you were dynamite. And I cannot tell you how thrilled I am to be a guest on your incredible podcast. You're an amazing woman. And I feel so blessed to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. I feel blessed that I know you. We're sisters. I remember the first time we spoke, we have that connection, that sisterly connection. Yes, ma'am. And I love it. Thank you. So you were recently married. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yes. You're welcome. So tell us about your family. Oh my gosh. I have this beautiful family. I have two amazing children from a previous marriage. My son, his name is Gavin and he is 10 years old. I just can't believe I have a child with double digits. <laughs> uh, like, honestly, I don't feel old enough to have a child that is 10 years old. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> um, and I have an amazing daughter who is very similar to me, just wild and spunky and full of life. And her name is Haley. Right now, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see the drama about the snaggle tooth. She's got this loose tooth that literally has been hanging out of her face <laughs> for like two weeks. And we just cannot talk her into pulling it out. Oh my God. Oh, so much drama. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's the age. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yep. And then uh, my beautiful husband, he yeah. is, you know, I, I refer to my first marriage as my starter marriage. And I learned a lot about myself and ways of communicating and ways of being through that first marriage. So gratitude to that first go around. I'm just recently married. My husband is from Brazil and he is an incredible cook and just a very kind, loving, supportive man. Oh, nice. Oh, beautiful. Well, you know what? I see the pictures on Facebook and you guys look very happy. (laughs) Yes, we are. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. So Jessica, you are an RN with 16 years of experience. What made you shift gears and decide to pursue health coaching with your career? You know, that's a great question, Esme. And I have to say, I've known since I was a small child that I was going to be a nurse. And I was going to be a nurse because I knew that I was meant to make a difference. I was meant to make an impact in other people's lives. And I just knew that like nursing was the way to do that. And honestly, the essence of a nurse is the ability to get into life with people, to get into people's deepest, darkest, scariest moments, hold their hands 
and give them hope. And that is the essence of what a nurse does. Right. Um, in the hospital setting, I, I worked in a hospital setting my whole career. And I have to say, I have definitely been able to get into life with people, but I was finding that I wasn't able to get into life as much as I wanted to. I was feeling a little bit frustrated with seeing the same patients with the same problems multiple times and knowing that I wasn't making an impact on how they were able to manage their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I was basically teaching them about their diseased state and I was teaching them how to manage medications, which yes, is so useful. It really is because states of disease and new medications can be very overwhelming and very confusing. However, those lifestyle related illnesses are the ones that I just felt such a pull to make a bigger impact on. And what that really takes is getting into life with people and holding their hands in those moments where they're like, my willpower is not working. I don't feel like going to the gym today. I feel like eating all of the things. And just by helping them shift their mindset to a healthier lifestyle and helping them retrain their behaviors, I'm able to make a bigger impact on their lives in the front end so that disease either is lessened and they get to get off some of their medications or... If they haven't suffered from disease yet, I can help them correct their lifestyle before disease becomes a normal part of their life. Right. right. That is my purpose. Right. That's awesome. Because you know what? People are more than a diagnosis or more than a disease. They really are. And healthcare, the healthcare system in general can be so overwhelming and people really need more. They need people with experience and with knowledge to get into life with them and help them out on those day-to-day tasks that are the things that they really need to change in order to make a bigger impact for their health. Right. So Jessica, on your blog, jessicasmithrncoach.com, you said that the strength necessary to excel at your nursing career may also be causing you stress in your personal life. What do you mean by that? That is an awesome question also. (laughs) So I started off my coaching business really focusing on nurses because I truly believe if a nurse can show up as whole and healthy and ready to like get into life with people, the impact that we have the power to make is exponential. And so When I first started my coaching business, I really recognized that nurses in particular have very specific character traits that make them excel as a nurse, such as selflessness, right? Because nurses will not take breaks. Nurses will not drink water. Nurses will hold their urine for long periods of time and really sacrifice their own physical health just to make it through an entire shift with their patient, right? Right. So in that context, if you take that, that character trait of selflessness and you translate it into a personal life, you can really see how being selfless and giving so much to other people at the expense of our own health becomes not sustainable. Right. 
And so really it's those character strengths, that selflessness, that ability to really have emotional composure over a long period of time. I call that emotional endurance. You know, like we can be part of watching a birth and that's a beautiful thing and we can be on a high mm-hmm. and we can go into the next room and have a patient die. Right. We can go from that extreme And we can be able to put on our mask of everything's okay. And we are always the strength and the calming presence. It doesn't matter what's happening inside because we need to present ourselves a certain way for the benefit of our patients. Again, when you translate that strength into your personal life and have not learned how to set boundaries around those sort of things, what ends up happening is you're giving selflessly, you're not speaking your truth. You're not setting loving, self-honoring boundaries, and that eventually causes a lot of internal stress, and it's not sustainable. So I love, love, love teaching nurses about how to set boundaries around those things and how to really manage those character traits so that you can continue to excel in your career and really make a difference for patients. Right. And also be self-honoring at home and learn how to really nourish and care for yourself so that you can show up as healthy. Right. Because, you know, if somebody keeps giving and giving and giving, it's just a matter of time until the well runs dry. Yes. And so that's what you're doing for nurses. You're just reminding them that you have to take care of yourself. Exactly. And nurses are beautiful human beings. They are so kind and so giving and sometimes to their own detriment. And it's really just refocusing those beautiful qualities and learning how to set boundaries around those and learning how to really like nourish your body. It's like I say, I'm a holistic health coach because I do all of those things. I address the physical health piece. I address the nutrition piece. I address the physical exercise piece. I address the mindset piece. And we even go as far as to talking about like, how well are you sleeping? How much water are you drinking? How much stress is in your life? Because most of the time people have like, oh, I I know how to exercise really well. I'm killing it in exercise but I don't even think about my sleeping habits or I kind of have my diet down. I kind of know what a protein is. I kind of know what a carbohydrate is, but I don't really know how to put it all together. And I think I'm eating healthy. You know, it's really digging in again, digging into like, where are you struggling? Where are you currently? What's your current reality? And where would you like to go? What do you want out of this life? So how do you help nurses to achieve goals they never thought possible? So the very first thing with a nurse or with any other client is to do an assessment of their current reality. Because if I can't meet my client where they are at, then I have no possible way of helping them. I mean, how do you know you have a goal if you don't even know it's possible, right? Right. So once I meet a client where they're at and really find out what it is that they need, we can start working on those small goals. Like, am I drinking enough water? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I nourishing my body? Am I caring for myself? And it's amazing what happens when you address the physical and you start shifting the mindset, things become possible. Right. So Jessica, so why is that nurses don't take care of themselves? Like, is there a reason? Because it seems like um, it's just like across the board, nurses don't take care of themselves. (laughs) (laughs) It is across the board. And I have a couple of theories about that. The first theory is what we sort of talked about earlier is, is these personality traits. They are our strengths. They are part of what make us incredibly effective nurses, right? 
though our innate qualities set us up to not care for ourselves because, you know, we are selfless. We are giving. We are amazing human beings. And then I think the second piece of that puzzle is that we are taught from the very beginning, from nursing school, to put ourselves last. Because if you think about the experience of nursing school, how hard was that? Yeah, It's like living hell, right? And the very first thing that you're taught is you don't sleep, you get your homework done, you turn in your assignments, you show up to your clinicals early and dressed and pressed. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life, right? So we are taught that we are a slave to our profession from right out the gate in nursing school. And then that's further perpetuated by especially now our like shorter staffing, longer shifts, higher patient acuities. I mean, it's no secret that nursing itself, we're entering that age where we have a group of nurses that are start looking at retirement. Right. We've got nurses in the middle of our career. We've got brand new nurses. And so like the nursing profession itself is shifting as now we're looking at how many nurses are actually starting to retire. And then on the flip side of that, we've got a massively growing patient population that is constantly pushing the envelope of what we're capable of. Wow. So all three of those things in combination really play into the misunderstanding of our profession that we shouldn't be allowed to take care of ourselves because number one, we have too many patients that need us. Number two, we're down a nurse or whatever that staffing dynamic would be. And then we're just taught by our profession that we show up and we give everything we've got from start to finish and it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters, right? right. Well, that's not the way mm-hmm. to do it. Um, so what would, you, <laughs> what would you recommend nurses to do, first of all, take care of their body, to have a healthy body? So here's the thing about nurses is we all know what to do. Yes. We are intelligent, intelligent creatures. We are so intelligent. Right. And we have a lot of knowledge. The one thing that I would encourage nurses to do is to make a shift in your mindset. Because again, we all seem to have bought into the misunderstanding That if we're not giving, giving, giving all the time, if we're not on stage all the time, if we're not giving it our all all the time, then we're somehow less than. Right. And if I can encourage you to shift that mindset from I show up, I light my hair on fire, I give, 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 give for 12 hours and I go home and I barely have time for myself Mm -hmm. to creating some sort of something you do for yourself every single morning. And whether your morning is 6 a.m. or noon or 6 p.m. or whatever crazy shift you're working, as soon as you wake up to start your day, I want you to do something nice for yourself. Do something. Plan your meal. Drink a cup of water. Do some stretches. Any of those things, because we all know how to take care of ourselves. Pick one thing that's going to nourish yourself and do it every single morning. It's so simple. And all you have to do is do one thing to give to yourself every morning. Just really shift that mindset because when you put yourself first, first thing in the morning, you're going to be more likely to remind yourself during the day, like, oh yeah, I, I need to do something nice for me too. Right. Definitely. So Jessica, now how do you manage stress in your life? Well, honestly, as me, sometimes I'm a freaking disaster just like everybody else. Mm. I'm going to keep that real. Right. I mean, there are times when I forget. I forget to do my own things. Yeah. 
and I wear myself out. And that's part of being human. However, I do practice what I preach and I wake up every single morning and I do something nice for myself. Another tip that I will share that I recently learned from, it's the Mom is in Control podcast and I just love her. And of course, her name is escaping me at the moment, but she teaches a technique called energetic time management. And it's a technique where you wake up every morning and you ask yourself, how do I want to feel today? Do I want to feel nourished? Do I want to feel energetic? Do I want to feel happy? Do I want to feel in control? How do I want to feel today? And there's no right or wrong answer. And then the next thing that you do for yourself is you set up your day so that your actions are in alignment with how you want to feel. And ever since I made that shift and started using that tool for myself, I manage stress so much better because I act in accordance with how I want to feel. And if I want to feel in control and energetic, then I know that I need to nourish my body with food that will make me have energy. I know I need to stay hydrated. I know I need to do something kind for myself. And I know that I need to be in control of my time. Right. Right. So you decide what, um, what you want to do with uh, how you want to feel and you act accordingly. Exactly. And even in the context of a long shift for a nurse, I mean, nurses might be thinking like, oh, that sounds great, but I'm a slave to a 12 hour shift. Okay. Now, if you want to feel energetic, if you want to feel happy, your actions for the day are to number one, nourish your body so that you have energy. And number two, if you want to feel happy then make jokes with your people, make it a point to Ask other people how their day is. Make it a point to smile at somebody else because all of those are actions that you can control within the context of that crazy 12-hour shift, right? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So how did you feel when you made changes in your life? Oh my gosh. So before I had decided to sort of take control of my life, I felt overwhelmed. Um, I felt outnumbered. I felt exhausted all the time. And I honestly felt hopeless. I felt like I was a slave to my life. And I often was wondering, wondering like, is this it? Yeah. And when I decided to take accountability for everything in my life and to really set up my time and manage how I want to feel, oh my gosh. I feel free. I feel free. Even on those days where I'm a freaking disaster because I haven't you know, practice my skills and I've let my stress get a little out of control. I still feel hopeful. I still know that this is not how it is. I know that I just need to make a different choice in order to get a different outcome. Right. Now, how does your body feel when your stress is out of control? (laughs) I often, (laughs) I say, I often say, I feel like I'm wearing my shoulders as earrings because <laughs> the tension in my neck is like twang. <laughs> and so like that's one of my signs. It's like when I when my shoulders start creeping up around my earlobes and I'm threatening to wear them as earrings, I know that that's my sign. Like take a breath. Right. Take three big deep breaths because really I I mean I'm an ER nurse. I was an ER nurse for almost 9 years. Wow. And In those moments, I just remind myself, you know what? Ain't nobody going to die right now. Right. And I don't need to be walking around here wearing my shoulders as earrings, (laughs) acting like everybody's dying. (laughs) 
so true. <laughs> yep. So as soon as I feel those shoulders creeping, I'm like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's it's key what you said. As, as soon as I feel. So you have to know how your body mm-hmm. feel. Right. And then it's like, okay, I don't want to feel this way. So what do I need to do to, um, to relieve this tension, this stress? Right. So yeah. when you feel that yeah. way, so what do you do? Do you take a breath? Do you go for a walk too? Do you, what, what else do you do? Mm-hmm. I take three deep breaths and I check myself because I find that most of the time, the cause of my stress is my own inner dialogue. Right. It's all about the stories I'm telling myself, you know, like for example, my daughter and her little snaggle tooth is <laughs> like her, her dad is upset about it. Her karate teachers are commenting about it. The teacher at school is commenting about it. And like at one point, like my shoulders are creeping, right? I'm about to wear them as earrings over a snaggle tooth. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, take a deep breath. Ain't nobody dying right. here. What's, what story am I telling myself? Right. I'm telling myself like, People are judging her. It doesn't look good. I feel bad for her. And really like, come on, it's an eight-year-old with a snaggle yeah. tooth and she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Right, exactly. So I need to f- check, my, check my story. And really the story is she's an adorable eight-year-old child enjoying a rite of passage. Right. And she's not worried about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. She sure isn't. Just the parents. She sure isn't. <laughs> Yeah. And so I find like literally like 99% of the time I need to check my story. And really the question is, what am I telling myself right now? Mm -hmm. And is it serving me? And if my shoulders are up in my earrings, I am not serving myself with my inner dialogue. Exactly. So Jessica, (laughs) go back to a time to the younger Jessica who felt afraid. What words of wisdom would you give her so she can believe in herself? Oh, wow. You're going to make me cry. Oh, you're going to make me cry. It's okay. You know, I would just, oh man, I would just tell her, sweetheart, you are exactly where you need to be. Yeah. You are exactly where you need to be. Trust this journey and know that everything that happens in your journey is for you. Right. And if you can ask yourself, number one, what is good about this? And number two, what am I grateful for? Right. Those two questions will get you through anything. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. are you grateful for? Great advice to give yourself. So Mm -hmm. this is the last question, Jessica. You're a very successful woman, but what are you still struggling with now? You know, I struggle with time management. I do. I struggle with time management because, you know, running my own business and coaching my clients I get so excited and so fired up to get into life with them. Right. And I sometimes get so involved that I forget that I have a family here. Yeah. And, and my family, my husband, my children, my dogs, this beautiful life that I have created is my why. Yeah. It's why I work on myself. It's why I help my clients so that I can have freedom of time and freedom of schedule so that I can be present with them. Yeah. And when I forget because I get so fired up, <laughs> I sometimes forget. And then I feel like I've gotten away from my why because my family is the most precious, you know, being present with them is a true gift. Right. That is awesome. And so I, I, I really think that there are times, you know, when I'll be engaged with a client and my kid's like, 
hey, <laughs> hi, I'm here. Nice. Don't forget about me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my, I need a clone. <laughs> right, busy, busy. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of nurses can identify with that because we are a group of people like we don't just have one job. Right. We we have a job and we wear many hats and some of us own our own businesses right. and most of us have two and three other jobs on the side. Right. And I know that in this life we can just get so consumed by how busy we are. And I just want to encourage my fellow nurses to really remember why you're doing this life and reconnect with that as often as possible because the present is such a gift. Right. Wow, Jessica, thank you so much. I just want to thank you for being on the show with me today. You are outstanding. You're my sister. I love you. And thank you. Thanks again, Jessica. Oh, soul sister, anytime. I just adore you. And, you know, Esme, please keep doing what you're doing in this world, because I know that through your words and through your interviews, you are going to inspire so many women and so many women need to hear what your interviews have to say. So thank you for being out there and inspiring other women to just really raise their chins and be proud and stay strong in what they're creating. Thank you so much, Jessica. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Sprinting to Success podcast with your host, Esme Lawrence. For more information about Jessica, please go to EsmeLawrence.com. Also, please sign up for my newsletter. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Sprinting to Success with your host, Esme Lawrence. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. For more information about Esme and to hear other episodes of the show, go to EsmeLawrence.com. That's E-S-M-I-E-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E.com. The information in this podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional or medical treatment or advice. Always seek advice from your healthcare provider.